Hey, what's up? What's up? What's happening? Welcome back to Hostile Takeover, your favorite show that is never really put out when it's supposed to be out. I'm your host, and today we're going to switch up the method, switch up the process. I've been on Facebook talking hella shit, like I normally do, but this time I've been talking a lot more about the superhero shows and the cross, uh, the layers of crossing between the dynamism that's presented. Now, that sounds like a lot. Uh, I'm a JD. I talk like that. So I called my homeboy in for support on this one. You may be familiar with him as Jonathan. Now, I've known Jonathan from the University of Texas at Austin. We were both there uh, between 2011-2015. Good friend of mine. Uh, he he represents Oak Cliff. So we got an Oak Cliff uh, homeboy and a Pleasant Grove. I ain't no, no Grove rat. Pleasant Grove Sultan. So I felt it was necessary to get Mr. Johnson on a status because last night, after leaving the kickback because a particular young woman was a little bit too lit and a little bit too annoying, uh, came to the crib, and of course, for the third time today, that day, I watched Deadpool 2. Now, I'm going to tell you all this. Deadpool 2 has some of the best comedy writing in the history of cinema. Not just, com not just Marvel or comic book. Every single minute... <laughs> had a joke <clears throat> and it's just, it's just it's just so interesting how they can feel it with quotables anyway as we we're watching that uh, i don't know if y'all remember but juggernaut uh is in this one and at the end you know he busts out of the the armored car and as i'm watching that and i'm comparing him kicking their ass because him and colossus had one of the best fights i'm watching that fight i'm like bro real talk i think juggernaut could get hold to hands and then, of course, I had to post that. And, of course, Jonathan was the first one to comment. And he was lit and I was lit. And we all, we ran it up, bro, like 40 comments talking about it. And me and him always talk about different things from Lovecraft Country uh, to the boys to the pandemic and Dallas's officials' response to it. So I felt it was necessary to rebrand the Hostile, Hostile Takeover podcast in a way because we're still going to – we're still N4L. The crew is still there. I, honestly, Jonathan technically is a part of N4L uh, or associated, at least. He's affiliated. So I've talked enough. Without further ado, let's get to the rebranding, revamping of Hostile Takeover with none other than DC Significant. That's me, Stax Sinatra. I got a lot of names. And and Mr. Jonathan Vines, but that young man gonna make up his own name. Thank you for tuning in. Today's topics will be centered around specifically Spider-Man. One, two, three different guys. Who's your favorite and why? Mary Jane. One, two, three. Who is your favorite? And why? Then we're gonna talk about Lovecraft Country and the and the the attempt at Hollywood to to force a narrative of homosexuality into mediums that I don't necessarily think need to be there. Or in the alternative, if it is there, you need to give people a solid backstory. My argument against that, you know what? Fuck it. I could talk all day by myself. Clearly, that's why y'all come to the podcast. But we got Jonathan here today, and we are going to discuss those topics and whatever else comes up. We could try to keep it under 10 minutes. He busy. I'm busy. And don't forget to check out the If I Got Time show and the Graduation album streaming everywhere. Um, so without further ado, let's get to the show. That shit's hilarious. All right, man. Let me try to... I think this won't be the best uh, quality sound vibe. It's okay, bro. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. This is House of Podcast. I am your illustrious host, D Stacks and Outro on this one. We're going by Lonnie. Uh, we're switching up House of Podcasts. We took a little break. Uh, I decided that we will continue with the Infoil origin story, um, just not so much in the podcast, so much as the animations. So go follow, follow Vibrant Animations on Instagram. Uh, the first post on there, my first animated video, 
would likely be my first time going out in college at the University of Texas. Uh, Spiros on 6th Street was a whole movie. And Monday Night Madness. Yeah. So that's going to be the first animation. Uh, feel free to follow that. I'll keep that updated. But now that we've mentioned UT, I got to get to my guests, as I mentioned to you previously. We got Mr. Mister Jonathan Bynes here on Hostel Podcast, everybody. Let's give my hand. And I gave a little introduction, but I felt that didn't do justice. And if you were a guest, you, you got to introduce yourself. So, Mr. Jonathan Vines, please tell people a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really want to be on the spot, man. I, I, don't, know, I don't know what to say. <laughs> but uh, uh, you told him I'm from Oak Cliff. I've uh, been here my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, went to, I went to Sunset. Uh, me and Lonnie met at UT, actually at freshman orientation. 13 years ago. Uh, so. A long, long time ago, <laughs> we've grown up. Back when ten year olds didn't have iPhones that cost more than mine. <laughs> yeah, different time, different. World. I had a flip phone when I was in high school, man. Did you, I had the Motorola Razor? You couldn't tell me shit. My first one, uh, I, I had a Razor. What was it? my first one? Damn, that no uh, brick. I don't know what it was called. Game? No, man, it wasn't the brick. My mama had the brick, but I didn't have the brick. Hey, uh, it was a, it, it was, it was a singular. I don't know. It was it was it was singular. It was still that that's like that singular is is what AT and T is now for people that don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the key is about you know uh, x amount of texts per month, and you can run out of minutes. Man, <laughs> I know they're not gonna believe this, but <laughs> I had I had a thousand text messages and never went over. <laughs> me, me, <laughs> me and my me and my brother, man, we had uh, well, they had us on a plan. We both had a thousand text messages each, and he went over. Uh, he he did uh, twenty five hundred in one month. Wow, and, I think that's where I'm at on average. And I think that's I think that ended up like with us not having phones no more or something. I'm not really sure. <laughs> what wow, I didn't get a phone until <laughs> I graduated high school and bought it myself. My mama said, "What you need a phone for? You you live here." So speaking of speaking of parents letting you just live your life. Let's move on to the actual topics of the show, and uh, let's hop into the first one, which is the most hotly debated, hotly contested issue right now, with Spider-Man coming out on the PS5, and they've released the uh, the trailer. It looks fucking amazing. I don't even have a PlayStation, but I will buy one to be able to play that. We got to talk about your favorite That's Spider-Man, it. man. It's three different ones to choose from. We're not going to talk about the cartoon. You got Andrew Garfield. Uh, that was number two. You also have uh, Tommy Holland. That's the third. And you have the, the OG himself, uh, Mr. McGuire. Please, please tell us, Mr. Vines. You already know my favorite. Who is your favorite Spider-Man? And yeah. I know you like uh, Andrew Garfield, man. That's but uh, I mean, I like it too. Don't get me wrong. I have, I have both of those movies on my, on my Amazon Prime. Right on. Um, I, that's like, I, I watch them still, but I just don't feel like that was the most accurate one. Why? Now, you said because he was too cool. Elaborate on that. Why was... Why was Garfield too cool to play Spider-Man? <laughs> I ain't Yo. even stop recording, bro. I don't know what it is. They hating on us today. But please tell us why that that Spider-Man is your why why you think that Spider-Man was too cool to carry the to carry the uh the title of Spider-Man? I just like like I felt like Spider-Man was supposed to be kind of a kind of a nerd, like a science-y type. Mm-hmm. And Andrew Garfield is over here skating. He's skateboarding around and shit and swinging around. And, I mean, he, he wasn't, like, the most popular guy or nothing. I mean, he he, he, he caught trash the Flash or whatever in the movie. But, I right. mean, 
Like he, he he just wasn't he was too cool to be Spider Man. But I liked it. I mean, I still like yeah. his portrayal. I like his I like his quips. He do, he does have the cool quips. I like that about that's, a, really, that's a real yeah his important. his shit talk game on another level. Yeah, like that's that's a real important aspect of Spider Man. Absolutely, but like I don't think Peter Parker does that. Spider Man, yes, all day, but right. he was also doing it as as Peter, and I didn't really think that was a a good fit for it. Right. Well, I honestly think that uh, I think they didn't give Garfield a chance, and I'm gonna say it for the simple fact that at the end of the second movie, at the end of the first movie, they kill Mary Jane dead. He's a very big part of how Spider-Man knows what's happening on with the police underground, right? And in the second one, they kill off Mary Jane. There was literally no room to make a third story. I don't give a fuck. Juggernaut no. is hard. That, I think that was a version of Juggernaut, and he honestly pales in comparison. To the one in Deadpool too, but you could tell, bro, when they killed Mary Jane, I was like, man, we ain't gonna never get another one of these. And then two months later, they picked Tom Holland. I'm I'm gonna I'm cut across you right there because you just said Mary Jane three times, but that was Gwen Stacy in Amazing Spider-Man. You said what? Uh, uh, you just said Mary Jane three times, but that was Gwen Stacy in Amazing Spider-Man, not Mary Jane. Wait, the one that died was Gwen. St- you show right. That was Gwen Stacy. That is the problem. Also, Gwen Stacy becomes like the character with the black and the white hair. Forgot her name. Like if you kill her off, what? What was you? I mean, bro, that movie was dead in the water. They picked Jamie Fox. They made him a nerd while Garfield's the cool one. That was fucking dumb. Then they picked the character who I don't know. Just the whole way they did Amazing Spider-Man Two. Granted, the slow motion effects when he fought him in Times Square was one of my favorite scenes in Marvel. But you could tell they didn't want that shit to go nowhere, no more. Well, I mean, like, I really, I really like Jamie Foxx. I thought he did a great job in that movie. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how accurate that portrayal was, right? Right. Character, but I mean, he, I thought, I think he's really good. I think Jamie Foxx is good in everything. I agree. Uh, I haven't seen Robin Hood yet, though. Uh, I'm waiting for it to hit Amazon for free. I'm not paying two dollars for that. No offense, Jamie. Still love yeah, you. Yeah. I, I, I don't like paying for stuff if I'm, if I'm not sure it's gonna be good or if, if, it, if it's got bad reviews, I'm just waiting for the free. So now that I mentioned Mary Jane twenty times, which was your favorite Mary Jane from the three uh, versions of it? I mean, uh, technically, as we've established, there was only two Mary Janes because that was Gwen Stacy. True, true. I mean, honestly, who was your favorite female lead? There we go. From the three films, who was your favorite female lead? Um, I don't know. I mean, I I really, I I didn't. I mean, Kirsten Dunst. She, I mean, she was forgettable. Like she looked like her, I guess. She mm-hmm. looked like the 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 comic book portrayals and stuff. Um, I never really believed that that her hair was red. Me like I, I mean, you could tell it was obviously dyed and mm-hmm. it was too red. Mm-hmm. But um, and and then Gwen Stacy, both both times, like in Amazing Spider-Man, Gwen Stacy was was good. I thought I thought her and Andrew Garfield had a good a good chemistry. Amazing, I like it. Yeah, it felt like the most but, um, realistic depiction of a relationship to me. It was, uh, and then they had a uh, they had a uh, Bryce Dallas Howard in uh, Spider Man Three, the one for Toby. I enjoyed that. And uh, I, I mean, I just I, by that by that point I was attached to Mary Jane as a, as a love interest. So the fact they turned around and went to Gwen Stacy, yeah, uh, I couldn't really get invested in it. I respect that. My thing and is, then, I've, uh, I've loved her since Easy A and and Hangover. I think she plays every role like. Extremely well, I really think. And honestly, she has that Uma Thurman pretty thing going. <laughs> we ain't got to go into it. So uh, she she's pretty you, hard. You, I'm 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 partial. You're right about that. I, I I like Emma Stone in a lot of stuff. She does. And you're right about EDA was funny. I think she I think she's funny. And I think you you said Hangover, but I think you meant Super Bad. I did mean Super um, Bad. My bad. 
But but yeah, she's funny and and uh, it it it's kind of like a funny thing to me that Kirsten Dun- Kirsten Dunst is is a, is a blonde, I believe. Yeah. And they dyed her hair red. And then Emma Stone is a redhead, and they dyed her hair blonde. And Emma Stone looked like the better blonde. <laughs> I, I could believe it though. Like I could believe I mean, it too. I, it's just something about like the, the way Emma Stone delivers her lines. She feels she has just the right amount of dry sarcasm, but it's so sweet that you don't get mad. Yeah, and, and I mean, like I, I believe that she was blind, even though I knew her as a redhead, and I still know her as a redhead. Right. I was okay with her being blonde for that role. Like I, I felt like it was it was gen, it was more genuine. I guess I agree with that. Um, now I think Zendaya, it's all, it's bro, all we, we kind of touched on that. Uh, I'm gonna just yeah, I'm gonna jump out and say I've had a crush on Zendaya. Uh, since my cousin made me aware of what Casey Undercover was. <laughs> uh, and granted, at the time, me and her both were, was of legal age. Let me put that out there. This is America. Um, this is America. But yeah, I, be, I had a crush on her for the longest. And I That's did. A good song. You said what? That's a good song. Thank you, my guy. I love being Casey America. Undercover. And I loved her. Euphoria really opened my eyes to what she could do. Smile for, you know, she's been in a lot of amazing projects. But she was by yeah, far. To me, the worst Mary Jane. I thought Tom Holland, Spider-Man, had the best plot of all of them. But I thought him and Zendaya were the worst representation of Spider-Man and Mary Jane. And or Gwen Stacy, in my opinion. I'm, I'm still not sure. Like it's, it's kind of the same thing. I'm not sure that I believe that, uh, that Tom Holland and Zendaya are... Attracted Actually, to each other as characters. Yeah, they pushed that yeah, like, too hard in the blogs. I really wasn't buying that shit. But I mean, they they're they're doing something different with her. Like mm-hmm. she's got that whole I don't know emo thing or non nonchalant doesn't care what people think. Yeah, thing going on. That's a that's a that's a very far cry from the Mary Jane that we know. That who was very um, popular and everybody loved it, her. Is very popular and attractive, and yeah. and is always in the spotlight and stuff. So that's a different thing. The fact that she's like very, very withdrawn is is I don't I'm not sure. Right. I don't I don't know how I feel about it. I I, 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 mean, I understand I like your how- sentiment. The flip side to all this but, uh, is, although these were top charting movies, some of the biggest movies in uh you know just comic book history, we can they kind of segues into the second and third part of the show where in none of those movies that we've discussed. Were there was there a single sex scene? It was one kiss, I think, when he was upside down, and a kiss here and there. But there was no butt nakedness, and I still think those movies are light years ahead of other movies and/or shows that try to force the gay narrative into the story, as opposed to weaving it into the story. So, if you can, can you give people a brief overview of what The Boys is for those people who haven't seen it yet? So, um, I guess. The boys is is like a more it's more of a like a realistic take on superheroes and mm-hmm. they're also instead of like just serving the common good and truth and justice in the American mm-hmm. way or whatever, being a superhero is is uh, right. is a corporate thing. Yeah, it they, is. They work for somebody. They have a job, and uh, they're they're responsible for what they do mm-hmm. to this corporation. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, it's. So and, and I mean everybody like they're much, they show the violence and stuff like you never see Superman like he has the laser vision or whatever but, but you, you never, never see him take down a like, plane of innocent people <laughs> yeah, and I smile never seen that, but as if but I'm saying yeah he, he he did he did that thing with the plane and he was just like I don't care this is this to make me it's look my good job. I don't care. yeah 
But uh, but no, like Superman has the laser vision, but you never see him like really use it on somebody. Nope. And how graphic it would be when it hits them nope. versus right. what they do with Homelander. Like, he, he be ripping people apart just left and right. Now he and reaching that dude chest. I was like, fuck. <laughs> That's what strength like, is. Superhuman strength. You reaching there and grab a, t- a heart. Jeez. And, and he really like they really uh, kind of let you see more of the strength that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a character like him and a character like Superman have, like, mm-hmm. especially when he was talking to um, Starlight in the elevator and he was, like, putting his hand up under a rib cage. I haven't seen that part yet, but go ahead. Oh, you, my, my bad. You, I'm finishing finish this season but, over the weekend. It's, it's done. Both episodes seasons going to be done. <clears throat> well, basically, like, he, I mean, without giving too much away, mm-hmm. like, he, they get into an argument and, I mean, you can see the way he's like pushing his hand under him, it doesn't—it doesn't hurt him at all. He's not even exerting really much force, but mm-hmm. he's like about to die. Like Damn. you can tell. How Bobby thinks Starlight can take him. What is, I haven't seen that yet, but I think Starlight can take him by herself. I mean, I, I'm still not sure that I understand Her what power. Starlight's power really I agree. does. I agree. Like I, I mean, I seen I seen in that one scene where she was able to turn the lights down. With her eyes. Mm-hmm. And, and then when she uh, fought the guys trying to rape that girl. It's like her her blast can blind you and physically propel you at the same time. So it's more like a wave like, of light. I don't even really fucking know her power. You're right. I don't really understand what she does. <laughs> and, and then, and then when uh, when they first introduced her, like she was doing that training at the house with her mom. Yeah. She's moving really fast and punching in the brick walls. Like she, so she has like some type super of, strength. I, I guess super strength mm-hmm. and speed. Mm-hmm. I don't know what. They're, I don't know what direction they're trying to go here. I don't either. But I think that lady who ever played Starlight is one of the most pretty actresses I've ever seen. Like she's gorgeous. She, to me, she actually, um, I can't, I can't think of her name. But uh, she, I don't know if you watched um, Jessica Jones. Yeah, well, I gave it three episodes. I'm not a big fan. I ain't gonna lie to you. Well, that, that that's enough. Um, <laughs> in, in Jessica Jones, in, in the very beginning, uh, the the girl that um, was kidnapped and ended up like. Uh, Oh shit! That's her. Oh shit! That she got range, bro. Jesus, Uh, she went from being that that helpless little girl. Yeah, to motherfucking Starlight, bro. I give Starlight anyway. Uh, now, now, now that we, now that we've kind of given them an understanding and who we looking at on the show, I, I thought it was very interesting how on episode two or three they had the stretchy man, like the stretchy guy from Fantastic Four Day version. And he was in the the yeah. sex, you know, rich sex room. But he was like fucking four or five guys at the same time. And I never really <laughs> thought about what stretchy powers could be used for sexually. But I also feel I didn't need that image to to fully understand that you could do that. Like it was very much. It wasn't like as extreme as the guy in Lovecraft Country, like coming in, spitting on his hand, and going to work on another guy. It was. It wasn't that intense. But it was pretty intense. So my question to you is. Do you feel these comic book uh, renditions are purposely attempting to make the the brute, buff, handsome guy look metro? Or do you believe it's more so the producers and directors who never really got a chance to tell their side of the story are now able to explore that? So now they feel like it has to be in everything all the time. You somebody. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you, you still in? Uh, you, I think you still in season one of that, right? Yeah, I'm on episode four. I promise you, by the end of the day, I'm done with this whole season. I'm on episode two tomorrow. Season two tomorrow. Yeah, you gonna you gonna uh, 
you're gonna see her use her powers a little bit. Um, but it's mm. more towards like the finale of the season. Mm. But you're gonna you definitely gonna get some of that. I'm with it, bro. So, uh, what would you think is your? Now we at the we kind of at the end. I said ten minutes, y'all, but my guys. It's so fluent in the shit, and I'll be at the house just watching it, writing, you know, fucking Wikipedia's in my mind about it. So it's good to get it out there, good to discuss it. Uh, I think we this is this is pretty pretty beasty discussion, bro. Anything you want to add? This is the the conclusion of the show. Any final words? Anything you want to promote? Any words of advice you want to give to people? Um, I, I was I was trying to just just thinking about saying because you had put on the on the on the Facebook thing yes, um, the infamous comic guru. And I, I just want to be like, you know, I, I appreciate you thinking I know everything, but I, I mean, I don't know, uh, I don't know if you remember my homeboy uh, Gabriel. I do and, remember uh, Eric. Yeah. From YouTube. Yeah. Like guys like that are the reason that I can do this. So I'm standing up on their shoulders pretty much. Like they're the ones that really taught me everything that I know. Yeah, that same is uh, Justin guy. and Ike, and um, on some level Trayvon. Yeah, I'm the top three right there. <laughs> Well, we saw, bro, we saw almost, in college, every time a Marvel movie came out, we went 10 deep to the theater and saw that shit, and it was always an experience. Man, I miss college. But uh, I, I'm thankful that you're willing to shout those people out. Uh, at, this is the ending, so I'd like you to give people your social media handles, invite them to follow you, and, um, and just personally, it was a pleasure to have you on the show, brother. I hope to get you another time, because uh, we got a lot more to talk about in this whole comic book round, for sure. With Mandalorian Season 2, that trailer... <sighs> We got a lot to talk about, bro. Man, that, that thing looks amazing. <laughs> amazing. I'm, 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 I'm kind of a like I'm into all the Star Wars stuff. I want I I, I want to I watch all the movies. I, I watch yeah. the Clone Wars. Watch Mandalorian. They got a uh, they got an Obi Wan show coming. They got a Cassian Andor show coming. I, I'm I'm with all of that. I want to see everything. I've literally only seen Solo. Don't judge me. And Mandalorian. I tried to watch. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I saw the one with uh the chick chasing the guy with the black and red. Came in his name. I saw those two. And it just, I tried to watch the first one, they turned me off. But the solo, which a lot of Star Wars fans seem to think is the worst one, was my favorite. And that, that led me straight to Mandalorian, which is probably going to end up with me going all the way back and trying to watch them again. I ain't going to lie. I mean, it, 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 Solo is going to be your favorite if it's the only one you watch. It's the favorite by default, man. No, no, no. I'm saying before <laughs> I watched Solo, I watched the one with the, the lady who's the new Jedi against the guy that wears black and red. Like, I watched those two before I watched Solo. Okay, I thought. I thought you were saying that you, like, started it and then couldn't do it no more. No, I, I started but, uh, those. I watched them. I was like, eh, this is decent. Then I watched Solo. I was like, man, this is amazing. Then I went back to the first one, gave it about 45 minutes, and turned it off. <laughs> so I, I haven't properly given it its due. So I'm going to finish it, and we'll talk about Mandalorian on the next one, as well as the, uh, the other two upcoming shows you mentioned. That sound like a bit for you, bro? Yeah, I mean, I, I want you to... I'm watching. I'm gonna watch. I want you to watch it in order, though. I want you to watch it the way it's supposed to be watched, because the way the, the way it came out was the way it, I, I feel like it should be watched. You are such and a super fan. Start, I thought Solo should have been the first one, based on what I saw in the first, based on what I saw in the first first Star Wars and what I saw in the in the Jedi whatever thing I, I just mentioned. I thought Solo should have been the first one, but obviously that's years later and it wouldn't make sense. But I, I'm with you. I'm gonna watch it. I'm not gonna just be that person loud and wrong. It's twelve twenty two, man. I know you got to go get uh, people from school and grab food and stuff. So I'm gonna let you go, but we're gonna catch up real soon in the next couple weeks and do episode two of motherfucking hustle podcast DC discussions. Thank you, my brother. Sounds good, man. I see you later. Posting soon. Have a good one.
Well, uh, going going back to what you said before, real quick, that that stretchy dude in the, in the boys, that's gonna come back around. I bet. I, I knew it would. Ain't no way they, they spent five minutes on it for nothing. But I, I'm ready to. I'm, I, as soon as we get off, I'm watching this shit some more. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he gonna come back around, and, he, and it's, it's gonna be a situation. But um, I don't feel like I understand that it feels forced because, like I said, we we're so used to our heteronormative stuff mm-hmm. that we don't think of things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're different, so it's it's not it's not threatening necessarily. But it's just something that makes us uncomfortable, and I don't, I don't feel like it should be that way. And that's why I appreciate um, shows like The Boys and mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. and, um, and the way that they're making the, the way the, the way they're making the superheroes or superpower people be more human. Absolutely, like, we can really relate to them better. Versus, like initially, I mean, they're Superman is the most powerful around, but he just, mm-hmm. he, and he has like no personality at the beginning. Now he right. does, I guess, but um. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Batman guy. So yeah, whatever. I mean, Batman has always I very I've always like preferred him to almost all of them outside of Black Panther. And I really it's really sad that I didn't really discover Black Panther till you know when the movie came out. But when I did, I went back did my research, whatever, blah blah blah. So then my question then, okay, so you follow me? We friends on Facebook. Uh, get get the Facebook yeah, track Sinatra. Lonnie Williams, I think, is my name today. I switch it consistently. But we talked. About, I put a yeah, status on JD. Uh, yeah, I do that for the squad, bro. We we, we they gonna give us everything they owe us. So we we kind of talked saying, about I'm, this I'm, though, but I want to break it down, bro. So I posted that I, as categories of gay. I don't know if y'all saw Tropic Thunder, but he told the dude don't go full. I think he said retard or full black. Anyway, yeah, it's very hurtful word. He said don't no, don't ever go full. And so I use that as a reference point, forgetting that that movie is almost fifteen years old. Uh, saying that I felt that Lovecraft Country went from like there's gay, there's super gay, and there's ultra gay, and that scene where he ra- it looked like he raped him. If you kept watching, I don't know. I fast forwarded through that shit. I'm not even gonna lie to you. But the the issue with me, I, the way I said it, I guess could be taken the wrong way, and a lot of people heeded me on that status. Like you being homophobic, you being blah blah blah. But as me and you talked about it later, I think you kind of more understood. I'm not saying don't put gay characters in there. What I'm saying is don't put gay extreme sex scenes in there for shock value. So for reference point, if you watch the show You, there's a black gay character. If you watch The Magicians, there's a white gay character. If you watch Doom Patrol, there's a white gay character. There are multiple characters whose backstory and lines fit a human as opposed to being in there simply for shock value and to be a spectacle. So I phrased it wrong, but I really would prefer that if you do include not just homosexual people, where the people in wheelchairs and crutches, the only thing I got is Shazam. If you really want to talk diversity, then you need to not just throw them in there, but give them a holistic story. That's what I wanted to say, but it didn't come out that way. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the we, we talked about that, and I think that was the issue that a lot of people had, and I, I had the same issue. That's why right. I, I just didn't even comment on it at all, but... Um, the, I think you failed to include that it was it was the, the shock value part that you didn't like. That was like the last um, sentence. You got to kind of lead. I, I, I buried the lead on that one. And I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't, I'm, I'm not necessarily opposed to it. People are going to make their art. You're going to make your art or whatever. Right. Um, and you're going to watch it or you're not going to watch it. Mm-hmm. But I think I think people, the issue, the, the issue that people had was that they thought that you were saying gay people don't need to be in front of me. I don't want to see it. Right. And, and that, that, was, that's, that came further from lines. the further from the truth. To be honest, I got yeah. And I hate to be that person. I got a hella gay friend, but no, literally, my best friend in Chicago uh, identifies. And my sister growing up had a gay friend named Tay, 
And I, I met him as early as 10, and I would have to sit there and hear my uncles and cousins come over and call him all kind of F-words and queer and candy boy, fruit, fruit loop. Anyway, I've been around, I'm from the South. You know, you're from Oak Cliff. I've been around plenty of homophobic, downright asshole-ish creatures, so I'm not, I don't ever want to be identified with that, but at the same time, and this is a cop-out, if you call it a cop-out, that's fine, I'm a Christian, so like, I don't necessarily condone it, but I don't condone lying, and I don't condone, condone a lot of shit, that don't mean I don't have friends that are liars either, so my whole thing is, holistically, I look at the person as a whole, not just what they do with their genitals, because it's really not my business, <laughs> But if you are going to represent them, like, for instance, if you put somebody in a wheelchair in a movie, go back to, I just watched this shit, X-Men with Jean Grey. When she had Professor X lifted out that chair and made him walk to her, we all knew he was crippled. That whole walk was so fucking uncomfortable. But it it spoke volumes to the story. Him walking in that room, spinning on his hand and fucking that man, to me, to me, that we was three episodes in, we ain't never heard nothing but one sentence about how he might be whatever. How about y'all talk about the fact that he left his son to be an alcoholic and explain their relationship that way? I, don't, I just feel if you're going to put that shit in there, give them a proper story and don't just have them be a spectacle and, and, and increase stereotypes that already exist. That's really all I wanted to say. I think... Uh, Responsibility in portrayal. I think... Um, may, I have, like uh, You said earlier, I haven't seen Lovecraft Country at all. I have no idea what's going on. Yes, I don't sir, know what I understand. None of that. Yeah, but just in in general, maybe it's it was put in there for um, just like I was saying again, uh, just to kind of make it more relatable, make mm-hmm. make make it like make it known that people that have powers or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't like I said, I don't have any idea what. No, take it. No, nah, I, I uh, totally understand. I caught you off guard on that one, but yeah, go ahead, bro. Yeah, I think that they just it's it's kind of another way to show that. They're normal people. They're regular people. They do things that we do in, right. our, in our just everyday life. I don't know. I mean, that's not. I no, I, I I agree, I, and I, I feel like that. that's the when you watch you, for instance, the gay black dude in there. He's like a a hippie kind of whatever, like a monk kind of uh-huh. hippie. But on yeah. the flip side, he shows his emotions, and it's not just always about a man he's interested in. He's helping his friend his friend understand if Joe is really the one for her. He's talking about spirituality. He's talking about energies and like they give him a lot more to work with. Is kind of what I'm getting at. He he ha- he's a holistic person. He's not just oh that's the gay guy. That's like nah. That's that motherfucker that you know what I'm saying. There's different ways to portray. Yeah, and, and I, I, I think, think scriptwriters are getting lazy. To be honest, that's really what I'm getting at. They're getting lazy. I think what you you're talking about like using that, using the gay character as like a token just to throw him in there just to yeah throw him in there. like when they had you know black person just in there to, to be the funny guy or he in the horror movie he died in ten minutes just so they could have representation if you're gonna do it let's tell a story that's all I be wanting to say yeah, they had a they had a homeboy in a, in not another teen movie but I think his name was actually token because he they they were presented in that way <laughs> I would beat this dude up at my job in Austin when I worked for uh, the legislature I was a a document delivery clerk. Basically, I went to the senators on the floor and they signed the bills or whatever. But it was this white dude in there, man. He thought it was real cute calling me talking. He tried shit for a week. And then one day we had to go on an assignment together and we was in this long hallway by ourselves. I pushed that nigga up against that wall and I told him right then, we both in suits, bro. I was a sophomore UT. I said, you call me talking again, I'll put your face through this wall. You hear me? Oh, man, I thought it was just cute or joke. I said, nah, bro, I ain't do that in front of your friends. I ain't gonna make you apologize in front of them. But I'm gonna let you know right now, you say talking again around me, I'm gonna break your face. He never said it again. 
I think a lot of times we yeah. we get what you let people say to you, what you what you allow people to do and or say to you, comment wise in person. Like uh, for lack of a better example, the boys when the girls literally taking a picture in the costume she don't want to wear with her old costume and the dude in the back. Starlight shows your titties. I really wish they would have showed her kicking his ass, but. Yeah, I, th- I thought she was going to jump over that table and whoop that dude's ass. Bro, well, I'm like, can she electrocute people with lights or something? Man, do something with your power shit. Now I just see you punching and kicking. Let- electrocute.